Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh, O come, let us adore him. Together, Venite, on page 4 of the booklet. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 7 on page 349 O Lord my God, in thee have I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. Least he devour my soul like a lion, and tear it to pieces while there is none to help. O Lord my God, if I have done any such thing, or if there be any wickedness in my hands. If I have rewarded evil unto him that dealt friendly with me, yea, I have delivered him that without any cause is mine enemy. Then let mine enemy persecute my soul and take me. Yea, let him tread my life down upon the earth, and lay mine honor in the dust. Stand up, O Lord, in thy wrath, and lift up thyself. Because of the indignation of mine enemies, rise up for me in the judgment that thou hast commanded. And so shall the congregation of the peoples come about thee. For their sakes, therefore, lift up thyself again. The Lord shall judge the people. Give sentence with me, O Lord, according to thy righteousness and according to the innocency that is in me O let the wickedness of the ungodly come to an end but guide thou the just for the righteous god trieth the very hearts and reigns my help cometh of god who preserveth them that are true of heart god is a righteous judge strong and patient and god is provoked every day if a man will not turn he will wet his sword he hath bent his bow and made it ready. He hath prepared for him the instrument of death. He ordained his, or his arrows against the persecutors. Behold, the ungodly travaileth with iniquity. He hath conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. He hath graven and dig up a pit, and has fallen himself into the destruction that he made for ever. For his travail shall come upon his own head and his wickedness shall fall on his own pate. 
I will give thanks unto the Lord according to his righteousness, and I will praise the name of the Lord Most High. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-first verse of the first chapter of the book of Isaiah. How the faithful city has become a harlot. It was full of justice, righteousness lodged in it but now murderers. Your silver has become dross, your wine mixed with water. Your princes are rebellious and companions of thieves. Everyone loves bribes and follows after rewards. They do not defend the fatherless, nor the cause, nor does the cause of the widow come before them. Therefore the Lord says, the Lord of hosts, the mighty one of Israel, Ah, I will try my, I will rid myself of my adversaries and take vengeance on my enemies. I will turn my hand against you and thoroughly purge away your dross and take away all your alloy. I will restore your judges as at the first and your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward, you shall be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Zion shall be redeemed with justice and her penitents with righteousness. The destruction of transgressors and of sinners shall be together, and those who forsake the Lord shall be consumed. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and returneth not thither, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the Gospel of the Kingdom of God, say, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the Kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, and believe in the Gospel. And as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little farther from there, he saw James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, who also were in the boat mending their nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and went after him. <clears throat> Then they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. 
Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Then they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And immediately his fame spread throughout all the region around Galilee. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. 
now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in the knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. In our reading from Isaiah this morning, uh, which continues again from yesterday and also from last night, um, God makes a statement. He says, how the faithful city has become a harlot. And this, this is a, a significant image for um, that that, got, that is invoked by the prophets concerning Israel that that Israel was to be the the um, the bride of God, and instead she has instead of being faithful to him, to his Torah, to worshiping only him, and to uh, living the kind of life that faithfulness would would entail, which has the idea of justice. Uh, that is, justice means. Um, adjudicating life according to the principles that God has set forth in the Torah. Instead of doing that, she has become unfaithful. She has worshipped, you know, at the high places. She has compromised and taken bribes to overlook issues of justice. And specifically for justice, the idea of the cause of the fatherless and the widow, that, that what marks God's people is that they care for the most vulnerable in in, in in the community and in the society, and that they get just that they're protected, just as God is the father of the fatherless and defends the cause of the widows, as he says in the psalm. So Israel is supposed to embody this in her actions. She's not doing this. And uh, so she's, she becomes a harlot. And, and this is a significant image in the prophets. Um, prophet Ezekiel uses it for Israel in chapter 6, chapter 16, chapter 23. Hosea uses it in two five, and and the idea that that, that the, the the bride of God has become a harlot. This ish, this image comes into the New Testament in Revelation, where you see in chapter seventeen this this uh, there, John is shocked by this picture of the the whore of Babylon, and um, th that. We won't have a, a time for Revelation Bible study this morning, but it, it, it is pretty clearly, I think, when one sees the totality of the biblical evidence and this rootedness in the Old Testament, an image of unfaithful Israel who's rejecting its her, her God. But the, the corresponding image of the redeemed people in the Bible is that, especially coming in the New Testament, is that though they are unfaithful, though they are unclean, God will wash them. And this is what we had um, in last night's lesson, a famous line from Isaiah, though your sins are as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. And this comes over to the New Testament, also in Revelation, where, where the redeemed are, are described as those who have, 
washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb so that people so that the verdict of the torah as the new testament understands as saint paul articulates is that we all stand under guilt we've not really fulfilled god's law perfectly in our lives yet god washes us clean and makes us white and does in us by his grace what our own unaided natural efforts are unable to do and and saves us and uh the lesson from isaiah talks about the blessing for those the penitents which are, which are literally those who return those who turn back and so what we're, what would our our message in advent when when the, the the quintessential message is repent the kingdom of heaven is at hand repent means instead of walking away from god and willful disobedience doing what we want we begin to turn back to god and as we turn back he begins to do his work in us and doing us what we can't do by ourselves and this of course ties very nicely into our new testament lesson uh where where mark uh in in his characteristic succinctness already by um by verse 15 of his gospel has has gotten through john the ministry of john the baptist and the wilderness wanderings or the wilderness temptation and and gives the essential message the time is fulfilled the kingdom of god's at hand repent and believe in the gospel and that's essentially the the message that that we proclaim in the world the time is fulfilled the kingdom of god is at hand we talked about this last sunday in the sermon the idea of the kairos time of the last days this is now is the time the season is the last days waiting for christ to come the opportunity now to hear and come and start following him and then we have the illustration of the fishermen who who show us what that means jesus says follow me and they begin to follow him and what's interesting about that is it's not a specific list of things to do to repent is instead of being off on your own path it is to hear the voice of jesus and follow him where's he going we don't know that's why we have to follow each day in our prayer we have to wake up and and remember who we are as as baptized children of god and and look for the voice of god today where he's leading us and um and then we have the image in the gospel i think that kind of completes the connect with isaiah because god washes us clean god makes our robes white and enables us to do what we can't do by ourselves and so he goes into the synagogue and he encounters a demon-possessed man and he says um uh be gone and, and and he's gone and the man is set free and this illustrates that jesus is the righteous one who um comes among us and both does in fulfilling the law in his life and death and resurrection does what we cannot do but then by the gift of the spirit to us does in us what we can't do alone we have a role in it to to follow to to believe to trust but then as we do that it is his power that casts out the uncleanness because we get stuck there's things we can't overcome like this man in the synagogue and so jesus power both in fulfilling the torah both in his life but also through the gift of the spirit he fulfills the torah in us this is a, a verse from romans chapter 8 where it says that the righteous demands of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit so as we follow jesus 
and we're led by the Spirit, God does his work in us of rooting out the evil and confirming the good. And a final note on that, sometimes we think of this this kind of rooting out of the evil as, especially in our culture of the the sort of idea of the miraculous healing, the tent revival, that something happens like that. We, we tend to experience the power of God in our lives over time. As we begin to follow Jesus and continue to follow Jesus and persevere, his power um, is, is experienced in our lives. And we'll see ourselves as we continue on this path of following down the road a year or two, we'll realize, oh, I'm, I'm in a place different than I was before. I'm experiencing a power that I hadn't experienced before. It'll almost be a gradual awareness. So the, the miraculous healing, the being set free, is as we continue in the disciplines of our faith, in faith, Jesus continues to do his work in us, and it gradually manifests itself and are becoming more like him over time. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Tuesday.
Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Bye-bye. Have a wonderful Thank day, everybody. Bye, Thank kiddos. You, everyone. <laughs>